the Disney Challenge Podcast. This is a news, reviews, opinions, all things Disney and geeky podcast with a warped sense of humor. My name's Dave. I'm Johanna. And welcome. Hey, guys. Well, we got a cool show in store for you today. We are uh, freshly back from May the 4th be with you. Woohoo! If you're or, not a Star Wars fan, you should that, probably turn this off. That doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we have experienced... Uh, Disneyland After Dark, Star Wars Night, and we're going to be talking about that just a little bit later in the show. But uh, how are how, how you feeling? You, you good? You groggy? <laughs> I feel like I'm still recovering. The event happened on Thursday night, and we're now recording this on Sunday. <laughs> it's it's Yeah, it's been a full weekend after that. But that was, uh, yeah, we didn't get back until like 3 in the morning. Well, the freeway never helps. Uh, freeway closures in the middle of the night, of course. And oh, Anaheim. I, yeah, I had to stop for a, for, for a Pepsi because I was... Really, really tired. <laughs> it was a long day. We left early that morning. Yeah, we're getting maybe too old for these late night events. Yeah, well, it doesn't help that we live, you know, an hour and a half away from Disneyland. Right. <laughs> so, but uh, it was uh, it, it was fun. It happened. We had great company that night, and uh, we're going to talk about that. And here it is for those of you playing the drinking game. Less than a minute in, Loki's already making noise wow. outside. <laughs> Although we did get a review that says that they can't actually hear the cat, so that that's a good thing. You know, so all this time we've been talking about Dino Cat. People are we like, could just make it up, huh? and people will think that yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure he'll get louder as the podcast goes on, and you know, listen carefully. It's another reason why I did not buy condenser microphones because we'd be be picking up all the cats outside making noise. Speaking of cats, they were pretty pissed off at us that we were out so late. You know, on on Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> it's never good when you're feeding a cat dinner at you know three thirty in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. Well, uh, before we get into all of our stuff, we do have some Disney news. What is happening in Disney news, Joe? Well, in case you haven't heard, Downtown Disney is going to have a series of closures to make way for the new Disney hotel and parking structure. Oh yeah. So, in case you didn't know that, sorry, you'd be the one of bad news here. But I do have the dates on uh, which places will be closing, so starting with ESPN Zone. Now, these are all just expected dates of closure, so if they don't close on that day, don't get mad at me, guys. May or may not happen. All right. Exactly. ESPN Zone, expected to close June 2nd. Rainforest Cafe, expected to close June 17th. Starbucks, the West Side one, which little tear for me, being a coffee lover. <laughs> well, that's the tiny one. We I now have on. to walk all the way to the other side. No, the 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 one that's closest to uh, to the trams is is the one that's still open. The West Side is the one the the one down by the AMC Theater. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we're not going to be in that area much because it's all closing. Well, that one's expected to close June twenty third. Now, AMC theaters. This one to me is a big shocker. Uh, scheduled to close by June thirtieth. And there are rumors that they're going to be reopening the AMC Theater at the Garden Walk. Well, I mean, the Garden Walk kind of makes sense because it is it is kind of a like downtown Disney part two. Well, that's where House of Blues moved Yeah, to. that's where they move House of Blues. And there's a lot of good stuff over there. It's just, you know, un- unfortunately, once you're in the bubble, you don't want to walk that far down mm-hmm. um, Catella Boulevard. And it's... Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it'll do very well there. I was holding out, kind of hoping they'd open an AMC theater inside one of the hotels. That mm-hmm. would be really cool. But, you know, there's not going to be enough room. So got to be somewhere. There it is. Yeah. Uh, the Earl of Sandwich, which I know some people are going to be very upset about. <laughs> they just opened. <laughs> I think the closest one to us was Las Vegas. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that one. Las Vegas and Florida. Yeah, that one's scheduled to close by June thirtieth. So let's try to grab that one last sandwich. Yeah. Well, there there are rumors that that will hopefully open up inside one of the hotels. Oh, so fingers crossed. That's, that's a lot easier than AMC Theater. And then Alamo Rent a Car. I'm not going to cry over this one. Uh, scheduled to close <laughs> by June thirtieth. I never used it. I didn't even know there was an Alamo <laughs> Rent a Car. I'll be honest with you. I, I kind of don't pay attention around the Disney Vacation Club because I just go, ooh. <laughs> right. So, all right. Well, cool. So that that's it. That is everything closing pretty much by the end of June. Yep. All right. All right. Well, hey, making way for progress, and hopefully that new hotel will be up real soon, especially the new parking structure. They can definitely use that. Oh, no kidding. So uh, what's going on over at DCA? Uh, there is a new... Uh, eatery that has just opened. It's part of the Pixar Pier that they've opened up early, and that, of course, is the abominable, I'm sorry, I mean adorable snowman's frosted treats. Uh, This is uh, really cool. They have got a couple different uh, flavored. You've got cones and cups where they have its lemon <laughs> with a big exclamation point. Uh, that, of course, is a non-dairy lemon soft serve. They also have its chocolate and its vanilla, just in case you don't want to go lemon, you want to go traditional soft serve. And then they have a few specialties. They've got the Pixar Pier Frozen Parfait. This is non-dairy lemon soft serve with a raspberry swirl. And it's snow-capped lemon, which is the non-dairy lemon soft serve dipped in white chocolate that's kind of like that crunchy magic magic shell. shell. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason, they have root beer floats as well. Well, why not? I think it was there before. Yeah, and you can get other beverages, fountain sodas, that kind of stuff. But uh, it's it's basically where the, um, way back in the day, the San Andreas Shake... uh, uh, shake place, whatever it was called, Shake Shack well, used to be. It's pretty much across the street from the Cove. Not across the street from the Cove it's Bar. Kind of just kitty corner to the to, yes. the to the Cove Bar. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's, we'll go into that. a little review on that in just a few seconds. Oh yeah, here. of course we tried it. <laughs> and then um, for, you. for you Pirates of the Caribbean fans, if you didn't already hear already, the wench redhead is gone already. The park, it, the ride is closed, and they have announced that coming this summer. There will be an actual live action Red walking around the parks doing photo ops as Red spelled R-E-D-D. She's been described as a bit mysterious by nature. She travels to various ports throughout the Caribbean selling rum and collecting coins. (laughs) I think this is a fantastic idea. Oh, I I think hopefully she'll sell it a little better so when people go on the attraction, they won't be a... (sighs) Oh, man. Redhead. <laughs> we want I, the winch redhead back. Exactly. Yeah. Th- I mean, hey, th- th- this is almost a missed opportunity. They could have been doing this for years, just having a winch redhead. But of course, now you got a strong female pirate uh, character happening, which is definitely trendy right now. Girl power. Exactly. Uh, that's that. This is a no-brainer. She's gonna be. She's gonna have a big following. And you know what I want to see? I think see? she's gonna get her own fan club. Personally, I, I would pay money for this if the live character of Red and Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. Sparred, or at least had conversations, <laughs> and battle of wits. They could play off each other quite easily. That would be awesome sauce. Right on, right on. Well, that's what's happening at Disney and Disney News. Uh, let's talk about food. Well, <laughs> John, it's time for Eat It. Just eat it. Just eat it. Oh, man, I really wish I wasn't going on a diet soon. <laughs> This is just going to be such a hard segment to do later. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there are cheat days and they'll exactly. all be at Disneyland. <laughs> so. Well, we wanted to do something a little still on the theme of Pixar Fest. So we made reservations at the Carnation Cafe off of Main Street. Yep. Uh, of course, I 
decided not to order a Pixar Fest menu item because neither one of them sounded too hot for me. You don't want the fried bologna sandwich? Oh, they described it as a hot dog flavored sandwich. <laughs> it just reminded me of that popcorn lemonade where my brain just goes, it doesn't make sense. No, 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 no. <laughs> However, there have been two items I have been wanting to try there. So I decided... Just do it. Just do it. It's, it's all good. Eat It is not necessarily Pixar Fest exclusive. Yes. It's so Disneyland. You can tell that the first item is a specialty item because they made it a point to put it in a pretty box. <laughs> Anything in a box. You were like, <laughs> they want us to know about this. It's the fried pickles with dipping sauce. Yeah. And it's described as dill pickle spear dipped in Parmesan cheese and panko bread crubbing. Crubbing. Crubbing? <laughs> Breading. Fried golden brown and stirred with a house sauce. You can tell this one was such a popular item there because it seemed like almost every table they were delivering these fried pickles. <laughs> I was pickles. just going to make the same observation. The table right next to us had them, and we were looking like, ooh, that really looks good. Which is ironic that I ordered this considering when we did the Pixar Fest food, one of the things I was complaining about were pickles on the cheeseburger. Right. No, so now, now you want them fried. You know, deep fried almost anything makes it better. That's true. Yes. <laughs> and the house sauce. Except was, White Castle. We learned that at the L.A. Uh, County Fair. The house sauce really made it. And it was really nice and crunchy. I mean, I was surprised considering I'm not a pickle fan. I would order this again. I know you don't have it up in front of you, but do you remember what that house sauce was? Because, yeah, they it was really They never described it. It just said house sauce. Yes. It, it was kind of a mildly spicy mm-hmm. ranch-ish I, I think it was like maybe like a like a, this is I'm, I'm gonna really I'm not a chef but like kind of like an aioli ranch. That's not bad, if you will. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the best way I could describe it. All right. You know, from a scale of one to five, five always being fantabulous. I would give it a three point five to maybe even branching close to a four. Yeah, I, I thought it was really tasty. I, I would order that one again, and then I decided to try Walt's chili because hello. Yeah. No, I'm surprised that one was not in a box. That, you know, that that's always been a big selling point at the uh, at the Carnation Cafe is Walt's chili was a big deal. This was his recipe. This is what Walt would always want to get. Well, you know what it was? It wasn't necessarily his recipe. It was, um, this goes back to the commissary at the Walt Disney Studios, is they had a particular chili recipe that Walt loved, and he wanted his chili a certain way, and Walt was a creature of habit. He would order this chili almost every day. It was kind of like he had his own table at the Tam O'Shanter, because mm-hmm. he would sit there almost every day so now this chili uh it both had beef and beans it was topped with cheese sour cream fresh tomatoes and it was a small cup but it's so hearty it was hearty and so i was getting between the pickles and the chili i was getting pretty darn full and yeah, these are two appetizers chili. <laughs> i was i was done i'm like oh my gosh i'm trying to save room for star wars night thinking about the star wars foods so. yeah and the um Adorable, you know, froth the treats. <laughs> we were heading right over there afterwards. Yeah, pacing myself. So what did you give this uh, Walt's chili? I would give it a four. It was I, I, I understand really why Walt good. was really into it. I mean uh, it wasn't it wasn't, you know, Dave's angry chili. <laughs> but Walt's chili didn't give me problems the next day. <laughs> That's true. It, it was very mild. Um what was interesting because, you know, I, I'm used to my my own chili, which is, you know, shooting flames out of every you know, orifice. Um, but uh, I, I like chili with a heat. This was a very tomatoey chili. Mm-hmm. It was very mild. It did, was not hot at all. So they, they definitely toned down the spices. I guess that's the way Walt liked it. So I got to try. Uh, I, I, I've had a bologna sandwich before, so <sighs> I opted for the um, the, the Carl Fredrickson-inspired uh 
Wait, wait, wait. I have it. Here it is. The pork chop TV dinner. I was I was looking at the I was, <laughs> I was looking at the other one. The pork chop TV dinner. This was one that uh, they actually had it on display uh, as you walked in. It's not on the menu, by the way. This and the fried bologna sandwich, not in a big box on the menu, not on the menu at all. Yeah, that's just, weird. You just have to know to order. It's a secret menu item because it's not going to be there forever. But they did have this one on display. Uh, what's unique about this, other than it is a complete meal, it is served in a ceramic uh, TV dinner tray. It was pretty. So it was very pretty. The presentation was very kitschy and campy. Uh, actually, we've had uh, friends of ours who have said they've gone out trying to look for these mm-hmm. uh, the, these ceramic, because it wasn't like a plastic uh, dinner tray. It was a real heavy ceramic tray. You know, during this whole Pixar Fest, Pixar Pier opening, I bet you if Disney started selling ceramic up-themed TV trays oh, that with would, like the up-design yeah, on there, that'd be a no-brainer. Disney, if you're listening to me, take notes, and I, <laughs> yes, I want credit. They can uh, they, they can do that at the new uh, home store in downtown Disney. Exactly. That <laughs> took over. We're going to make TV trays trendy again. Yeah, so basically what it was, you had a pork chop TV dinner with spiced apple pork chops, mashed potatoes, peas and carrots, a corn muffin, and a decadent molten lava cake. Um, it was tough for me to grade this overall. I, I think... I, I overall I gave it a three, which is just right smack dab in the middle. It's it, it's plain. It had its good. It had its not so good. Um, I said the pork chop was good, uh, not great. It was good. It was it was well seasoned. Um, it was a hearty portion, uh, which was very good. But uh, you know, it, it was it, it was good mixed together with everything. But on its own, wasn't anything that particularly stood out. I wouldn't order it like on a stick. Uh, the mashed potatoes. Uh, <laughs> wow, the mashed that po- makes no sense. To <laughs> I know, right? Anyone. The mashed potatoes. I, I felt like I was channeling Johanna here because the mashed potatoes were my favorite part of the meal. Mm-hmm. They were really good. Uh, very nice peas and carrots. I'm, I'm not a. I'm, You're not. A, I'm not you a made me eat your carrots. <laughs> I made Johanna eat my carrots. I separated them out. It looked like a you know, a kid eating a TV dinner. So it did not um, earn dessert. No, uh, the, the corn muffin was good. Uh, you know, big the chunks of butter. corn in there. The honey butter on nice. top. Yeah, it, it was good. Uh, recommendation on this one is just kind of eat it with a fork because you try to pick that thing up. It's going to, it's going to crumble. And the, the lava cake, honestly, uh, a little disappointing. Um, it, it, it's a lava cake, so it doesn't really, you know, taste like it's it's done. But what was disappointing about it is it got cold really fast. I mm-hmm. figured with this heavy ceramic tray, that was going to stay warm. And I don't exactly eat, you know, slow. Yeah, you're a really fast <laughs> I eater. I eat fast. So uh, my recommendation on this one, start with a cake and uh, you know, fin- finish with the mashed potatoes. <laughs> eat dessert potatoes. first. Good philosophy. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's uh, that, was, um, that was Carnation Cafe. And then uh, at, at some point we wandered over to the Hungry Bear restaurant because you wanted to try something new over there. I saw this on Facebook and I went, okay, I don't know if this is the new item or not, but it's coffee. Mm-hmm. And me being such a coffee aficionado, I like, <laughs> I got to go there. Uh, because That's I was saying, too. we did a video on our Facebook page where the Starbucks lines in the parks everywhere are always so long. I'm like, hey... If I can find another place to get an iced coffee mm-hmm. with no line, I'm game for it. So it was at the Hungry Bear restaurant, and I read the ingredients, and already I was having doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Never a good thing when you start off, especially when you're going to record it's a video. cold brew coffee, which I'm okay with. Yeah. Amber honey. Ooh, never had honey in my coffee before. Vanilla syrup. All right. This is starting to get sweet. And then a sugar milk cream. 
Oh, that God. was great. You got that off the top of your head. You okay. weren't even reading that one. I'm a little traumatized from it still. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to repeat it several times to get the video right. And so I ordered it. I was looking at it. It had a thick layer of that cream on the bottom. I was trying to shake it up. And I'm like, wow. I, keeping in mind, I don't typically drink really, really sweet coffees and frappuccinos. I do like coffee for coffee. I mean, especially Starbucks. Coffee-flavored coffee? No yeah. Way. Well, Starbucks, you know, they burn their espresso beans. <laughs> so that's even more bitter than a typical coffee. And as soon as I drank this, I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> Diabetic shock here. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, this will last me for the next week. Oh, no. Once, once again, the look on your face on the video was, was priceless as you were drinking <laughs> it. You, you were like, you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was just way too rich for me. And I thank God it didn't come in different sizes because I normally order a venti iced coffee. <laughs> and if this cold brew coffee was the size of a venti... It would have been just, I refused to let coffee go to waste. That's yeah. just my thing. Yeah. And so I as forced, bad as it was, you drank I forced it. <laughs> myself to drink the thing. I mean, I've had bad churros there. Now I can say I've had bad coffee there. And well, yeah, I, I always eat it. Would you say it was bad or just too sweet for your taste? I think it's too sweet for everyone. I mean, if you're a Frappuccino fan. Oh, not, not our friend Melissa. Uh, <laughs> she would love it. If you like Frappuccinos and like drink like that. You probably would like this. I mean, I did enjoy the taste of the honey. That was a little, you know, that was nice. And the vanilla syrup, I probably would do those two ingredients. If you can leave out that milk sugar cream, Mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't be too bad. Like maybe next time I go there, I might tweak around with the ingredients a bit. Maybe make some alterations and see if I can find a way to cater it to my taste. Yeah. But hey, you know, I had to try it. You had to. You, you had to. It's 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 research. It's, it's reporting. It's coffee, and it's a great video too. If you get a chance, go on our <laughs> Facebook page, uh, the Disney Challenge Facebook page, oh, and no. uh, check out <laughs> check out our tasting videos. We love doing these. Uh, Johanna's become notorious, especially for the faces she makes while I doing have these. The worst poker face ever. Absolutely. <laughs> Even when something's good, you still put on a face like. Like, like we can't quite read it because, you, you, you know, you, you'll go like, and then you'll say, oh, it's good. It's my thinking face. It's your thinking face. Your, your resting, confused face, yes, as, as I you don't, call it. I don't have a good thinking face. I always look confused, <laughs> and people always ask me, are you okay? What's I'm wrong? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Oh, man, you remind me of my college uh, uh, philosophy professor. <laughs> he just always used to have this look on his face when he was thinking that was, he would like, are you okay, dude? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fine. All right. Well, after uh, we, we finished dinner, we did head over to uh, DCA, and we had to do, because of you folks out there. Oh, I'm going to do it not, anyways. Not for our own edification. <laughs> uh, we had to do adorables. Um, even though there was a line that was stretched from, um, it all almost halfway down to the Incredicoaster. Uh, in fact, our friends that we had with us are like, "Yeah, we're not going to wait in this line," and we said, "We're going to wait in this line." Uh, it didn't help that now. I have to be honest, I'm used to whenever there's a quick service or anything, there's always an overstaffing of of, of cast members there. You also expect it being new. It, yeah, the, that yeah. they would have somebody. And usually the way it works is there's one person running the register or two people running the register, and there's one person just making the food. This was not the case. Each person running the register had to make the items themselves. They had to go back. They had to pour. They had to put the, the, the toppings on. And unfortunately, the window that we were in front of, this it, she, she admitted it to us. It was her first day. <laughs> it was her first day on the oh, job. Oh, no. And she was so slow, and she was so cautious. But it she was, was so cute. sweet about it, so you couldn't feel like too bad about it. <laughs> it was. It was. But we finally made it through. It took us about a half an hour to get through the line. So. Well, people wait in long lines bad. for the pineapple dole whip. Right. So. You know what? It was, it was maybe just a 
tad longer than a pineapple Dole Whip line. I, so. I think maybe pineapple Dole Whip's just got the efficiency. Yeah, down. they're gonna get it. Yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, uh, I tried the it's lemon. You got it. Right I got it right. Time. Yes. <laughs> in the video that he posted online, he I, kept saying it's vanilla. I kept saying it's vanilla. I was in a vanilla mood. You know what it was? <laughs> what confused me was, and and maybe this was. Our new, girl, our new or... girl. I don't know if it was supposed to be swirled, um, but I got a vanilla lemon swirl that was unbelievable. Oh, it, was, it was good. It was so good. The lemon is so tart. And then mixed with the sweet vanilla, it was just this perfect combination of tart and sweet. It was delicious. I will get this probably every time I, I go to DCA. I mm-hmm. gave it a five outstanding. It was fantastic. Well, I got the snow-capped ice cream cone, which was just straight lemon, not lemon <laughs> vanilla swirled. But then it was capped with white chocolate magic shell. Yeah. And personally, I thought mine was better. I, yeah, I, I, just, the, just the tartness of the you lemon were, by itself. You would itself. not stop drooling over it. You were loving it. I mean, just it was so good. I mean, it was melting so fast. So I'm like, holy cow, eat this yeah, fast. I yeah. wish I could have gotten it in a cup. Yeah, yeah, because I, I well, you know what? You probably can actually uh, because they 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 don't dip it. They they squirt it. Oh, new girl. Um, yeah, you know, and 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 she was even confused because she thought it came in two different sizes, which on the. On the, on, the, menu, on the main menu, it only, it only says one. one size. So maybe ask the cast member if you decide to order it, are, are there two sizes available? Because yeah. the regular um, It's Lemon comes in two sizes. Yes. So there's, there's yeah. a question All now. of the soft serves come in two sizes. All the specialties come in one size. And I heard, and we didn't try it because it just looked monstrous, uh, that's the lemon <laughs> parfait. Apparently that Mixed blue parfait is kind of like a fruity pebble. Oh, interesting. Which I'm like, oh, man, I wish I tried that now. Yeah. So next time we go there, wait we're that 30 minutes again, for we're going to get it. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, it's for you. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. for you. That, that's right. Uh, what would you give this one overall? i give it a six. Oh, man, our first six. Yes. Okay. The best way I can describe it, it is the pineapple dough whip of California Adventure. It, that, that's true. Yeah. It was that good. Yeah. People are going to be waiting in line for this one. This one's going to be very popular, especially through the summer months. Mm-hmm. And uh, I w- trust me, we're going to have a whole eating our way through uh, Pixar Pier when it does open because we've seen the Blue Sky Cellar had all of the uh, restaurants that they're planning. And they've got some really cool stuff coming to California Adventure and Pixar Pier particularly. So uh, this is just the first of many. And uh, bye it was bye a lot of fun. Hashtag yeah. bye-bye diet. Right. Uh, uh, one thing I saw every single person, another reason the line <laughs> was moving slow, everyone was taking photos. Very Instagram-worthy, mm-hmm. uh, as, as Johanna likes to say, um, especially if you can get the shot with the snowman in the background. You hold it up to the sky. It's a real easy shot. You just step back a little bit. We took the picture, but because our cast member was new, it was just not <laughs> as pretty as everybody not, else's. Not as pretty I was is having, an understatement. I was having Instagram envy yeah. at that moment. Yeah, the people who were getting all their other stuff from the other cast member were like rocking it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they looked really I kind of saw ours. I mean, like your cone looked unhappy. I just wanted to take a picture of somebody else's cone. <laughs> so. But hey, you know what? All in all, still tasted fantastic. Got so. it again and again. Again and it. again. Loved it. Um, I, I, I'm going to talk about one thing that we did try. Uh, oddly enough. Uh, Not we, you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Star Wars Night uh, did have a whole uh, selection of food. We will talk about what they had to offer. 
Um, we just got so busy during Star Wars night, we only stopped to eat one time. And I think we only stopped because the friends we were with had not had dinner. They hadn't had dinner yet. I think yet. you and I could have kept going. Yeah, probably, probably. Well, I wanted to try something, and we just all agreed as a group that, uh, hang on a second, I, got, I have to get the name because all of the names were incredibly clever. Um, this was in Tomorrowland. It was at Alien Pizza Planet. It was the Dagobah Ramen. Clever. <laughs> it was. It was pork belly ramen. Uh, Johanna couldn't eat it because it had an egg in it. Egg, it's evil. You know, hard-boiled egg. And, and even normally Disney cast members are so great about they'll make anything fresh for you. This was just one giant pot that they were scooping out because and it was said, only available nope. one night. And they said, we can take the egg out. Nope, it's tainted. <laughs> but if, yeah, want jo- the egg <laughs> Once the egg touched the food, I won't <laughs> touch the whole plate. Okay, this will be somehow I'll explain this in a future podcast or whatever, yeah. but just know me. If you ever give me anything with egg on it, unless it's scrambled, I'm going to say no. She'll punch you too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we, uh, three, uh, three out of the four of us dug into our ramen. Johanna just decided to get another, and I can't believe you actually did it. <laughs> got, I got cheeseburger pizza. She got the cheeseburger pizza <laughs> voluntarily this time. I knew that she was going to be a convert to the cheeseburger pizza. Um, I got to finish it, so I wasn't, I wasn't too upset about that. But um, we all started uh, eating into our ramen. Uh, I think overall consensus, most of us said it was a little yeah. salty. Yeah. And and yeah, all of us just kind of met. Well, the our two friends, Kate and Jose, both started getting sick. That was the weird thing, which made me so happy. I skipped. It. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Jose was like, "Oh, I'm kind of getting a headache. I think it's something in the ramen." And Kate's like, "Well, you might be allergic to something." Yeah, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, I, I think it, it might have been more sympathy pains. But all of a sudden, she started feeling bad. And then uh, I, you know, I of course, you know, ate as much as I could. We all kind of agreed that the pork belly was good, but the rest of it was just, eh, eh, it, it wasn't anything. I gave it a two. It, it, it wow. was. If, if they bring it back, skip it. Honestly, it wasn't worth it. It was nothing well, special. Kate was saying she, she thinks the reason why she and Jose got sick was because there was butter, and I guess butter and ramen, it, they sometimes do it. I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. So that could have been why they were both getting kind of ill with too much butter. Yeah. So that's what we ate at our latest trip to Disneyland. It wasn't that much stuff, not nearly the Pixar oh, feast. Oh, should have just had more. It's lemon. I could have just all day ate yeah. it's lemon. So we're just going to go back there. All right. So our main topic today, of course, is Disneyland After Dark. And this is the second Disneyland yes. After Dark. They tried one before, right? The first one was themed a little bit more like a Dapper Day where, you know, it's that pinup clothing style. And mm-hmm. a lot of people complained about it because they do Dapper Day in the park several times a year. So why is Disneyland doing a hard ticket? You got to pay separately to do the exact same thing you can do two times a year, especially free if you have an annual pass. Yeah. So tickets did not sell well. Pre-sales were kind of mid-mid. They were still selling tickets that night. For the Dapper Day. But I think this particular time, because it was Star Wars, it was May the 3rd. And it was Eve, the eve of May the 4th. Exactly. So this one sold out within, I believe, a day, a day and a half. It was so popular that they have opened a second day, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, I do remember that because they did a, 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 a AP exclusive um, early presale. They did. And that was open, I think, two days beforehand. And that sold out mm-hmm. about a day Day and a half in, so they ran out of the pre-sale tickets, and then when they opened it up to the public, it was uh, it was on sale for about another day, maybe two, mm-hmm. um, and it did sell out. Uh, so yeah, so it's definitely something. The, the fact that the second one still has tickets available as of right now, as of our recording, um, is amazing. But like Johanna said, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do at one of these um, things. When when I grab the um, 
the brochure as we walked in and I opened it up. I was like, oh my God, there is no chance we're getting through all of this tonight. I, I thought it was just going to be a few things. Now no. keep in mind, this event only from nine to one, 9 yeah. p.m. to one, yeah. Yeah, p.m. to 1 a.m. So four, four hours. And, and it, we were, we were trying really hard. Um, probably the biggest highlight of the night for most people, I would say, is the character greetings and photo locations. Oh, there are so many. Everywhere. And what was what I thought was really cool, because I've done some of these after-hours parties at Disneyland. You have, too. Mm-hmm. They usually block off a small section. It's usually not park-wide. This one went from Tomorrowland all the way to Critter Country. Yes. Every area of the park they were utilizing, except maybe like Adventureland, I think. Maybe not Toontown. Yeah, and, and Toontown is, is closed. But back in um, back in Tomorrowland, you could... I'm sorry. Let, let's go all the way to Critter Country, because that's where we started. Uh, they had a TIE Fighter photo location featuring Chopper and uh, Sabine. I'm not too familiar with the Disney extended uh, Star Wars universe and the cartoons and all that stuff, but uh, the little droid was really cute. Yes. That was Chopper. Um, he was out there making some noise in front of a TIE Fighter wing, and then they switched it out. I, I don't know why the droid had to go on break. You know, Union. But yeah, droids get I guess, Union I guess, too, I yeah, guess. Droids get breaks. So um, when, when Sabine came out, uh, the, the droid went on break, and we got our picture with her. And then what was really cool is they had the speeder bike photo location. Mm-hmm. Um, these that were like, was fun. That was really cool, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping it'd be the full speeder bike, but it was like the the front half. But if you sat on it just right, it I looked like... I couldn't sit on it. Yeah, it was that wide. You were having some trouble getting oh, on it. Oh, man. They should have put seats on there. Yeah. Um, that was Critter Country. As you made your way uh, back from Critter Country... Uh, to the uh, main hub of the park, they had uh, Frontierland. Um, there was a Star uh, Star Tours photo location featuring C three PO and R two D two. Which we just we the line was so long. The line was enormous. We yeah. never saw the end of the line. Yeah, it, like, it, it was, was it was it, it was over by the Stage Door Cafe, and the line wrapped all the way around to Adventureland. Yes, I think it went past Tarzan's Treehouse, and after that, I'm like, yeah. I'm done. We couldn't even see the end of that mm-hmm. line. Uh, they also had a Rebel Base photo location featuring Ezra and Akasha. Um, that was uh, back on the Frontierland Trail. Didn't see that one. Yeah. It, well, I, I, I looked back and it was, again, again, we looked at some of the lines. And, and then I think the one with the biggest line, of course, was Jakku photo location featuring BB-8. And as much as Johanna loves BB-8. I did not want to make people yeah, wait like an hour was, for what I wanted. It was a crazy long line. Uh, as you made, as you made your way through Fantasyland, you had the Sarlacc Pit photo location. And uh, there was a, a separate one that was over by Matterhorn, and then over by the um, uh, Pixie Hollow, there were the Ewoks. Yes. So the Ewoks. Now, of course, the main photo locations were happening throughout Tomorrowland. Um, inside of Star Wars Launch Bay, you can get your picture taken with Boba Fett, Chewbacca, Darth Maul, Darth Vader. By the way, not all at the same time. Um, oh, I would have waited in line for that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, there were the Seventh Sisters, and the big attraction was Ray. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the new Disney princess, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's get and her a tiara. That one, that one definitely had the longest line. There was a couple photo locations outside. They actually did them uh, in what used to be. The Star Trader, I'm sorry, next to the Star Trader, what used to be the Starcade, mm-hmm. uh, the, the first floor, they opened that up to have, this was, in, in my opinion, the best photo location. At least the ones that we did. Yeah, they had the trash compactor photo location from the Death Star and a Hoth, where if you flip the picture upside down, it looks like you're hanging upside down. And, and then they had the lightsaber Yeah, they, they had, you could reach for. They had the lightsaber, and of course they had... Um, 
why is his name slipping my mind right now? <laughs> they had the, 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 well, he's not the adorable snowman, but that's oh all my I, gosh, got. I just white lost Marine. my Star Wars card. <laughs> oh, oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, I, I, I keep wanting to say Bantha. I know it's not Bantha. It's, it's, oh geez. Oh man. Shame. I'm sorry. My cousin's going to kill me for that one. He's not going to listen to uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he won't. He'll start this one. Um, and then what was, what was really unique though, because all of the photo locations were basically, you, you know, you wait in line and you take a picture. The one that was wandering around were the Jawas. Oh, no. (laughs) You had to remind me of the Jawas. The Jawas had a handler, and the handler was fantastic because the Jawas, of course, they couldn't talk. They wanted, if you wanted to take your picture with a Jawa, they they made you work for it. They said, do you have anything to trade? And it had to be really good stuff. We were giving stuff away like, uh, here's a re-entry ticket. Yeah, yeah, we were uh, trying to just give them anything. Here's some chapstick. It's been used. Yeah, they they weren't having it. They wanted Johanna's Apple Watch. Yeah, I'm like, okay, (laughs) no, I'll give you my Apple Watch if I can take you home. (laughs) But I think at one point we did manage to get a picture with one of them because we traded. Yeah, we traded a rare button. Uh, Johanna was hiding behind a lightsaber and made for a really interesting photo. Yeah, note the self. Don't do that again. Do not pose behind (laughs) Kate's lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, they also wanted her lightsaber. Oh, yeah, of Which course. Which was not the yeah. cheap plastic kind. No, 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 of course. She had the good one. Uh, so those were all the all the character greetings, photo locations. Again, it was it was the main, main part of the well, night. Well, there was the food. They had a lot of themed food. There was a lot of themed food. Jeez, uh, I'm not even going to go through all this, but they had, uh, they had food on Main Street, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Frontierland, Adventureland. Um, <laughs> you know, New Orleans. Pretty, yeah, pretty much everything but Toontown. Uh, some of my favorites... Um, do, do you want to talk about the food? Oh, okay. Um, some of my favorites were, uh, they, they had, and, and again, I, we, we couldn't even get through all these. They had chicharron nachos over at Rancho Del Socolo. I did want to try those. They had Darth by chocolate over there. Would have tried that too. Um, I, again, it's just, it's just creativity in the naming. It was the Dagobah ramen that we said, oh, we, we just got to try that even though it wasn't so great. Um, over at the Galactic Grill, this is the burger you're looking for. <laughs> Taquito savers. Um, what was really interesting is they had bulgogi potato clones. That that would have that would have been the next been one I would have tried. Yeah, yeah. Um, just all kinds of cool stuff. It was it was all over the place. Going back to the photo ops, I don't know if Dave read the whole brochure, but they were offering everybody. It was on the back. Oh, oh, gotcha. They were offering everybody whether you had it as part of your annual pass or you were just paying for the ticket to the vet, free photo pass. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. It's not free because, you know, well, obviously you it was paid a, for it to get yeah, in. It but was a ninety nine dollar, you know, uh, ticket. So but it's nice to be able to get those professional tickets versus um, or professional photos yeah. rather than just taking it on your phone. On your phone. Exactly. Except the job was you had to take that one on your phone. Mm hmm. So um, there was also a, a, a whole bunch, of, more than I expected, uh, attractions opened. Well, do you want to talk about some of the shows they had? Well, you've got the you've got the sheet right now. Why don't okay, you talk about the I'll talk about the attraction. I stole it from him. With that, <laughs> um, what was really nice about this was we got to go on Hyperspace Mountain. Yep. Before it was open to the public on May fourth, and when we went on it, all of us commented they added more. Yeah, they 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 they, they plussed Hyperspace mm-hmm. Mountain this time around. So cool! I definitely was like so glad we went on it twice. Yeah. That uh, it was really nice having a friend, Jose, has never gone on it before. So it was very cute seeing his reaction. But I, personally, I don't know why you would do this on a ticketed event. But the line, they also had many of the other attractions open. And, of course, the lines were shorter because, well, 
everyone taking photos. Yeah, I think, I think as you noticed, the, the shortest line ever for Peter Pan's flight. Exactly. And we're talking about almost in every land they had attractions open. So. Yeah, so much more than I thought. I, I, I really thought when we, when, we, when we read the initial brochure, it was just going to be the e-ticket stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they mentioned Big Thunder Mountain was going to be open and I think Haunted Mansion and Indiana Jones. But no, it's like Jungle Cruise is open, most of the stuff in Fantasyland. Yeah, there was you know, Splash Mountain, Winnie the Pooh. Can't believe people are going on Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's California. It was not that and cool. And it just reopened, so sure. And so, I mean, that was really cool that, you know, if you, maybe if you went with someone who just went along for the ride, not really a Star Wars fan. Yeah. They can go and all these rides. I don't know. Well, you pay for it, but yeah. <laughs> um, the live entertainment, of course, that 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 was probably the, the, the second biggest thing they had. And there was a whole bunch of it. Um, there was, of course, fireworks, uh, special uh, fireworks, which and we didn't think they were going to do, but we didn't know. But I think yeah. you read it in the brochure. As soon as I get there, yeah, Star Wars Celebration Night fireworks uh, was one of the first things that happened at nine forty-five. There was the March of the First Order featuring Captain Phasma. We did see that. That happened uh, three times during the night: ten thirty, eleven thirty, twelve thirty. Uh, there was inside Star Wars. This is this is where it got a little interesting. There were like panel type discussions inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge panel at the Fantasyland Theater happened three times that night. Uh, there was lightsabers masters or lightsaber masters uh, near the It's a Small World stage. That happened four times during the night. There was, of course, the Galactic Dance Party uh, featuring DJ Elliot, which was um, which is going on. I didn't know that was DJ Elliot. I didn't see that. Oh, my gosh. We I, know who DJ Elliot I, I, is. I follow him on Facebook. I've cool. met him before. Yeah, oh, cool okay. guy. Cool guy. Um, and uh, then there was the uh, the Droid Builders uh, robot robotic showcase that was just kind of going on all night. It was pretty much all night in front of the main, uh, the main street firehouse. Uh, so you got to see all the droids, all the R2 units and all that. And, uh, something that unfortunately we missed, but we found out later was way cool was the fleet of fandom. And this was where the invited uh, fan groups marched down the parade route, uh, from it's a small world all the way down main street. I've seen videos online and it looked so good. You know, you had like the 501st Legion, Mm -hmm. uh, the mercenaries, but it was led by Darth Vader. I mean, come on. (laughs) It was, it was so cool. I'm really sorry. We missed that. Well, before we start getting into our overall review, maybe we should just let them know, hey, if this sounds like your your bag of chips, is that even a phrase? Did I just I love up? that. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, I made a new phrase up. Uh, That's before. what we call Johannaisms. Just just in case, uh, this is probably going to be another one of those recurring things. Johanna loves to combine phrases. That wasn't quite, unless you were trying to say all that in a bag of chips. It, yeah, that's and, it. As opposed to as your cup of tea. But it, they all make sense. That's the wonderful thing about Johannisms is she will say something that makes perfect sense, but it's a combination of two other phrases that have never been put together before. Usually it doesn't dawn on me that I did it until Dave started No, laughing. I love pointing it out. I've, I'll start laughing because that's just one of the many cute things and reasons well, I married you. In case this sounds like something you might want to do. Um, there your is, bag of chips. Uh, it is a hard ticket event, which means regardless if you have an annual pass or not, you have to pay for it. You got to pay. And there is no separate price for children versus adults. Uh, kids under the age of three are admitted for free, but if mm-hmm. your child's five, six years old, what are they out doing that late at You're night? Paying 99 bucks but regardless. You are paying they're, they're taking a lot of photos is what they're doing. Exactly. And what, again, the next one they're doing, they're doing this again, is May 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time for the actual event is from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., yep. but you can get in as early as 6 p.m. So if you're not an annual pass holder, you do mm-hmm. get an extra three hours. See, I saw a bunch of people running over to DCA to play around there for a bit. Yeah. And that does include all the things that we talked about earlier. 
and then they gave us a really kind of a cute lanyard mm-hmm. uh, that you got to wear around all day or all evening. So that was a nice little souvenir. And if you are an annual pass holder, there was a special AP button that you got as well. Yeah. And uh, there is exclusive merchandise involved as well. Although we're going to talk about that, um, maybe not as exclusive as as, as some people would would hope. Um, let let let's get into our review because uh, if you're if you're ready to click buy a ticket, you might want to listen to this review first to see if it is something that is for you. Because uh, I'll be honest, it wasn't for everybody. Well, my problem is that it's supposed to be a limited ticketed event. Like when we went to the special Guardians of the Galaxy um, Mission Breakout premiere party. It was very limited. We were able to ride the ride nine times. <laughs> even And it was really, I mean, to me, that seemed very special. They gave us a great goodie bag at the end of the night. Yeah. Whereas this one here, I mean, considering that, again, you're paying $100 just to get in. It was so crowded. It was it was incredibly crowded. But do, do, do you want to talk about the, the, the bad first and then go to the good? Well, I'm already started talking sounds, about it. Sounds like we're doing the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just the wait time for Ray was 60 minutes. And when you're talking about a four-hour event that you're wasting one quarter of it for one photo. Yep. And like I said, I think the C-3PO R2-D2 line might have been even longer. Uh, I never saw the end of it. There was no character meet and greet other than Jawas if you happen to catch them and were able to trade with them there was no meet and greet that was less than 30 minutes mm-hmm. um, like I said the most efficient one was the one in Tomorrowland that was the trash compactor and Hoth because you stood in line for the trash compactor and then that line went after you finished that into. you went straight into that which I was I had made the comment I think they should have done that for all of the photo attractions in mm-hmm. each land is that you wait in one land or sorry you wait in one line and then you boom you go from one to the next to the next that would have been efficient unfortunately it was at least 30 minutes to get into any photo and add them up you heard you heard how many I mentioned well Going into the photos as well, I thought, with the exception of Ray, because I knew she'd be uh, a new introduction, a, a new character coming into the park yeah. on a regular basis, that all the other photo attractions would be that night only. Mm-hmm. I saw, and again, I could be wrong, but on May the fourth, I saw people posting pictures at the trash compactor at the Hoth, Sarlacc Pit um, yeah. with Captain Phasma, and so to me, that kind of lost that specialness of paying for that hard ticket event. It was, it was a little, it was a little kick in the, you know what, after the next day when, when it's like all this exclusive stuff that you were supposed to be the only one getting to. I mean, it makes sense for Disney. It was May the 4th. That's a big deal, especially now that Disney owns star Wars. Why not leave the stuff up? It's not, you know, it would have been harder to take it down, but I just don't know whether or not I haven't been to the park. I haven't heard otherwise if they're keeping it up or was it just May the 4th, but at least on May the 4th, if I had to wait an hour, I'm there for the whole day. Right. It wouldn't have been so bad. Whereas when you're there just for a ticketed event for four hours, it's really hard to kind of validate waiting that long. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it was, yeah, it was, I I know it's a sold out event, but man, Disney, you're charging extra and it's a four hour event. You, You can't oversell it to the fact that there's going to be hour long waits for everything. It was Mm -hmm. just, I mean, fortunately there wasn't, you know, waiting for food, but well, I'm thinking because they have not sold out on the May ninth event, maybe it won't be as crowded because I think everybody who really wanted to go went on May the third. We went on May the third because that May ninth event wasn't open or introduced until way later. Yeah. And, and obviously that was our biggest complaint of the night. Um, so it, you know, if, if, if you want to go, um, the only other complaint I really had 
was. Are you talking about the merchandise? Uh, I was. Yeah, you know what? Okay, never mind. There, there are two complaints that I have. <laughs> um, I thought the March of the First Order featuring Captain Phasma was really lame. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. And that was one of those, we must do We this. have to do this. Oh. That sounds so cool. And all it was was they kind of uh, uh, crowd controlled everybody in Tomorrowland to it's form- a trap. To form a little, yeah, to, to form a little, you know, uh, walkway, and Captain Phasma and the Stormtroopers came out, and it was pre-recorded Captain Phasma uh, with them just kind of acting it out, and the Stormtroopers doing a couple formations. They marched uh, from- uh, Star Wars launch bay down to uh, almost Star Tours, and they did a couple things down there, and then they marched back and did a couple more things. But if you were standing in an area that you couldn't see uh, launch bay or over by Star Tours, clearly all you got to experience was just them walking past you. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of hear and and maybe see them. It was ju- it was it was just not Disney. Did you expect them to break out and like interpretive dance? I expected something. I mean, come on, you know, this was, this was touted as a big deal. And all it really was, was just like a, you know, let's just walk a bunch of stormtroopers down, down and, and have Captain Phasma threaten the audience for, you know, 10 minutes. I saw the, I forgot what you called it, but that parade of cosplayers and characters walking down main street. Yeah. And the amount of stormtroopers they had behind Darth Vader with like three times more. Than they have following Captain Phasma. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. It was just a few. I mean, they, granted, they were the new stormtroopers that were doing that, but. What, trainees? Uh, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> the, the new costumes that came out with the new trilogy. Yeah. Um, not, not the old school stormtroopers. Uh, hey, you know what? Um, you know, good on you, Disney, for putting something together. And I have a feeling that I, I, I think this is going to be something they're going to do. Um, uh, on a kind of a regular basis, mm-hmm. but it just, yeah, eh, eh, skip it, honestly. Um, and then, yeah, of course, the biggest disappointment of the night. But, well, you hear about this exclusive merchandise that came out, and before it was even 9 o'clock, it was like starting at like 8 o'clock, 8.30, mm-hmm. uh, people were already waiting in line for this merchandise. And keep in mind, they never showed ahead of time what the merchandise was. Yeah. And I wanted to look at it, but I saw the line and went, uh, no, I'm sorry. I love spending money. Hello? Why there's a segment <laughs> called Things I Would Rather Have Than Money. But I'm like, I really wish they had at least like on a piece of paper that what the merchandise was so you can kind of weigh the options. Of, Do I want to wait in line for these things or can I hold off it's on exactly it? what they did for the Guardians of the Galaxy mission mm-hmm. breakout um, is is they they had up on a page where you can see exactly what they had and you can decide if you wanted to get in line. Exactly. And there is, I think, two main areas. There was Emporium and then there was Star Trader. And then I can never remember the name of the store on Main Street, but the store on Main Street where they have, again, the really long line, I think that's where they were selling the Star Wars pins. Yeah, there was there were supposedly some exclusive pins, and there was a, of course, ginormous line for that that stretched, you know, halfway down Main Street, almost to the Opera House. Um, there was, uh, we went into Emporium, and there was just a bunch of cast members holding up the T-shirts that were May the 4th, uh, t-shirts and that had the Millennium that Falcon, the Millennium Falcon, Falcon. The that was kind of that was kind of the big thing. So we figured, well, th- there has to be more merchandise yeah. over at uh, over over at the Star Trader because there was this. I mean, the line was insane. First, they wrapped it all the way down to the bathrooms um, by by uh, by um, Space Mountain, 
And then they, they decided, well, let's use the line for the Path of the Jedi. But at no point in the night was that line probably less than an hour long. It was. Well, we finally at the very, very end. Uh, yeah, like five it. minutes left to go. We, we, we jumped in and we looked, okay, what do they have? There's probably not much left. It was T-shirts. One T-shirt. Mm-hmm. The pin. Uh, there was, I, I, I didn't even see the pin. I think I saw the pin. There, there was, was like a, a die cast, uh, Darth Vader, um, you know, uh, figure. The hat. And, and, and a hat. And I, that was it. I think there might've been a coffee mug. Maybe too. a coffee mug. I mean, it was like, at most four things. Just the way it was advertised, I thought there was going to be so much more than just, you know, a t-shirt that says, I saw a wave of May the 4th. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people waited in a very long line to go shopping at the Star Trader that they could have done any time well, during that personally, day. Personally, um, I always think the people who are willing to wait in these lines are probably eBay sellers. And they would be very disappointed because there wasn't a whole lot that mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, <laughs> and anything trendy. I know, we're good. being such negative Nancy's here. Uh, talking about this, and so let's talk at least about the positive. Yeah, there were so, positives. Don't don't worry, it wasn't yeah, all bad. <laughs> I know this. Is, we, we should have started on a better note. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Let's end on a good note. Um, I love the fireworks. The fireworks were definitely cool. There, there was just something about seeing fireworks time to you know all of the different wonderful the, the music of Star Wars. It was fantastic. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a, a like, it's not as big as like their Pixar fireworks yeah, show. Yeah, but, but it it's was one night. It was one night, and it was definitely worth. And 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 the great thing about it, at nine forty, the, the fireworks started at nine forty five. At nine forty, we wandered out to Main Street, and we were going to stand in our usual spot, which is way down Main Street. And we're like, hmm, no, there's nobody on Main Street. We got all the way up and stood right in front of the castle. It was amazing. So the view was spectacular. We got to see uh, they were doing projections on the castle. And, of course, you know, you got front row for all the fireworks. So. Well, there's always fire. Yeah, That's and, my and, and, and fire shooting <laughs> off the castle. You could feel the heat. Totally, totally cool. Well, what I loved also was walking around. Uh, I don't know if it's just DJ Elliot or whether or not it was a playlist. It the was DJ Elliot. playing throughout the whole park. Yes. was amazing. Whatever was going on at the dance party was played throughout the park. And, uh, I mean, all the way back in Critter Country mm-hmm. and all the way through Main Street. It, the music was fantastic. He what? really does a great job because he gets a lot of funky Disneyland mixes. We were hearing some, like, arcade. I think I heard Pac-Man, the yeah. theme song at one point. I'm like, is that uh, Pac-Man? They, they were playing, like, uh, uh, Tetris. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, he, he, had, he had this whole, like, old 8-bit video game mix that he did. That, that was fantastic, yeah. He's he's really talented. Now now that, now that I know it was him, I thought it was actually one of the other Disney DJs, but now that I know it was him, they flew him in from Florida to, to Oh, really? So, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's a Florida uh, guy. Okay. I, I met him at uh, Mobile Beat. Uh, which is a DJ show. So it just so. kind of puts you in a good mood as you're walking around. You're kind of grooving to the beat a yeah. little bit. It yeah. kind of keeps you really in good spirits. It did. And something I did not notice until we were walking out that, like, wait, had that been there the whole night if they'd been playing really cool projections on the building, the Main Street? Yep. There was, like, an asteroid field, yeah. and it was moving around. Yeah, that was really cool, the use of all the projectors that they already have. It was it was easy for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I kind of liked about it was there was a lot to do. Oh, there was too much to do. When we, when we <laughs> did the mission breakout, the only complaint that I had about that um, hard ticket event was it was really limited. You, you, you went on the ride, you bought some merchandise, you got free 
you know, tacos. That that that, that, that was pretty much all there was to, and we got Groot bread, which was was cool. But it was pretty much just about waiting in line and going on that ride, and that was all there was here throughout no, the park. They did have photo opportunity. I'm going to correct. You. Oh, they did. Yes, photo opportunity with Groot, and then they did have the dance off show with Star Lord yeah. and Gamora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the shows, but honestly, it, the reason we got to ride uh, Guardians of the Galaxy nine times was because that was pretty much all there was to do, other than watch a couple things and, well, no and get some picture there. taken. Yeah, definitely, it was worth it, but. This one, there's a ton to do. There's no way possible you're going to... I mean, you can spend your time getting on all the attractions. You can spend your time attempting to get through most of the photo ops. You can spend your time standing in a merch line for four hours. But there's definitely whatever your taste is, there's going to be something for you to do. Well, here's my tip. Actually, I have two tips. If you, if you blah, blah, blah. There you go. <laughs> if you decide to go to the main ninth event, is one, definitely get the brochure that Dave talked about from the main gate. Yeah. So you can see everything and you might want to plan ahead of time and look at it. Which ones are you, you have to go to and which ones you can probably skip out. Right. And, and give yourself a little priority list. Mm -hmm. And here's my second tip because you can get into the park. as early as six o'clock. You're probably wondering, well, where do I pick up my wristband and my lanyard that shows I'm here for star Wars night. Mm -hmm. They did have a, um, ticket distribution, a wristband distribution over at Aladdin's Oasis. However, I heard there were only two people handling it. So that line was out the door. It was long. My tip for you is go ahead, leave the park and get back in line in these special event lines because there were, I think, a good 10 uh, ten, ten turnstiles ten versus turnstiles. the two over by Aladdin's and Oasis. And we got in so fast just by exiting the park. I mean, we literally, Dave's favorite word. <laughs> My favorite word. Literally went in through the annual pass holder line. Dave talked to a cast member wondering, hey, wait, can we get our lanyard here? And they said, no, you have to go through the special event line, but just exit now and do it. We turned around, exited, went in the special event ticket line, and got in within like two minutes. Oh, yeah. It was it was, it was cake. I mean, it, once you got past the 6 o'clock rush of everybody getting in with their tickets who, mm -hmm. you know, they don't have annual passes, uh, it was closer to 9 o'clock, and we just, yeah, I think it was about 8 o'clock. We walked right in. So. Well, we were in line getting, you know, it's lemons. Yeah, exactly. We were getting our our, 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 our lemon on. So uh, that is, that's pretty much it. I mean, was there anything else that you, uh, you want to talk about Star Wars night? Well, no. I mean, it's one of those things where it is, you know, it was, it was special. And if you've never attended one of these special hard ticketed events before, it's a cool one to do, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that because I heard the last Disneyland After Dark was pretty meh, meh, and this one I would go, okay, not too shabby, that Disney for the May 9th event, I called this past one we just went to a <laughs> dress rehearsal. That was the best description of the night. That I think by May 9th, they're going to kind of have you know a better idea, like, wow, that was really crowded. What can we do to make the wait times a little shorter? Yeah. I think that they're going to learn. So if you decide to go to May 9th, I bet you it's going to be a smoother more enjoyable experience. Well, hopefully tickets will still be available by the time this podcast drops. I'm not going. Drops. I'm done. If, uh, <laughs> if tickets are available, I will include a link um, in the in the show notes so you can check there and uh, and check it out and see oh. if you can get yourself a ticket. And if you do decide to go, this is like those one, you know, few moments where adults can dress up. Yes, the cosplay I everywhere. I saw more adults dressed up than I did kids. Yeah. And so yeah, make sure, sure on the link you read the instructions on what the guidelines are for dressing up because there are certain rules that you need to follow. Uh, one of my favorite things that we, we, we were in line uh, getting in and I turned around and I said, can I get a picture of you guys? <laughs> yes. and, and, and I'll include this in the show notes as well. There was, there was a, what was it? It Poo-baka. Poo-baka. <laughs> <laughs> giant yellow furry Chewbacca, uh, Winnie the Pooh. There was Han Tigger 
And what was the third? She was. Uh, I think she was. Uh, Leia Piglet or yes, something like Leia that. Piglet. Yeah, just just I mean, fantastic cosplay. Um, you know, kind of indicative of of any of the cons that you can go to. But it was all Star Wars theme, and man, the Star Wars Disney mashups are always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Should have busted out Yondu Poppins, but you know, no. that actually wouldn't have worked for no. Star Wars. Night. <laughs> oh man, it was it was it was good times. I, I yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm going to be cautious of the next one that comes up, depending on what the theme is. Well, to be perfectly honest, because Dave and I are really getting into this whole podcasting thing, is we decided to go mostly because we wanted to talk about it here. Yeah. I think just by looking at it, we were like, eh. If we didn't have a podcast, we probably would have skipped it. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know what? Hey, it was... uh, It was a good experience. It was a good experience. And, uh, oh, just a quick note on it. Um, There was some talk earlier about make sure you you park in the Mickey and Friends parking lot because that's going to be the only one that has tram service at the end of the night. One of the first things I read on the brochures is that they offer tram service up till 2 in the morning to both Mickey and Friends parking lot and Toy Story. So if you get there and Mickey and Friends is sold out, don't panic. You will be able to get in. It's that time of year again. Time for the Disney Challenge. What is the Disney Challenge? Well, the Disney Challenge is a strategic team scavenger hunt trivia-style event with a warped sense of humor. It happens twice a year, and our Spring Challenge is happening on Sunday, June 10th at Disneyland. Registration opens on April 27th and will close on May 25th. Go to thedisneychallenge.com for details on how to play, register a team, check out our past challenges, and get yourself ready for the 2018 Disney Challenge. Keep up to date with all things Disney Challenge by following the Disney Challenge on Facebook. Good luck, and we'll see you at the 2018 Disney Challenge. All right. Well, that was our review for uh, Star Wars Night Disneyland After Dark. We have one more thing that we is left to do. We have been holding it off and we delayed it a week, but we have our drawing for the Sully Popcorn Bucket. Mm -hmm. This, of course, was if you left us a review on iTunes and we got some reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much for those of you who leave us a review. Uh, I actually had somebody uh, send me a message on the Facebook page saying that they don't use iTunes, but they wanted to give us a personal review and told us how much they love hearing us. They're actually moving um, to Seattle, I I think it was. And they're saying they're living vicariously through us. Well, are they still entered? Uh, they were not able to because they, they because she couldn't so get on iTunes. So the virtual entering did not count. So, yeah, it didn't count. But I really did appreciate that. Uh, it made us feel good because we're doing this for, for, for you guys because obviously we can sit and talk to ourselves anytime we want. But Yeah, I talk to myself all the time. <laughs> right. My, um, me and my special friends inside. Yeah. So uh, the way that we did it is if you left us a review, for every star that you left us, you get one entry into the review. And we have a board of... Post-it notes. Post-it notes. Instead of doing our, um, uh, instead of drawing out little pieces of paper, I decided to write it on the back of post-it notes. And uh, those are over by you, Johanna. So why don't you pick a post-it note at random and we will reveal the winner of the Sully Popcorn Bucket. Okay. What I'm not happy about is that you put it so far from me. (laughs) You're going to have to stand up and and get off my... And my T-Rex little arms here (laughs) are having problems. Hold up. There we go. You got the one closest to you. Okay. I actually know this person. Lizzie Merck is her uh, 
Apple name. Yes. Lizzie well, congratulations. Mar- or Liz Marquette. Yep, yep. Yep. Congratulations, Liz. You win the Sully popcorn bucket. We're going to get that out to you. Um, I'm going to reach out to you uh, probably on Facebook and get your address and we will send that out to you. But we really appreciate everybody who entered and I think we'll probably do this again. I think we will because we managed to pick up some more uh, um, merchandise at Pixar Fest and we've got more stuff coming, but we're going to give it a week and we're going to do another contest real soon or maybe we'll do something different. Awesome sauce. All right. Well, you're going to give away some of that with a Dago Ball ramen. <laughs> I'm going to give away <laughs> what was left of the Dago Ball ramen. <laughs> yes. Oh, fantastic. So, um, hey, listen, you can always get a hold of us here at the Disney Challenge podcast by going on thedisneychallenge.com. Leave your comments uh, under the show. Of course, please keep writing us reviews on iTunes. We appreciate that. Um, you find us on Facebook at the Disney Challenge. You find us at the Disney Challenge on Instagram. Uh, that's most most of our stuff uh, relating to the podcast. Um, and of course, at Twitter, we are just at Disney Challenge. So for the Disney Challenge podcast, my name is Dave. And my name is Johanna. And may your churros be warm, your pineapple dough whip be cold, and may your days be sprinkled with Disney magic. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening. My name's Dave. I'm Johanna. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay, I'll edit this. Where you don't. And then you go into Mayor Churros. I was waiting for that. No, I'm not. I'm not signaling. I said my goodbye. <laughs> One more time. Three, two. Wait, no. <laughs> oh, you said you weren't going to start giggling. <laughs> What's with the snap? So close. Like Mike Myers in that, that movie. Uh, meow, I am a kitten. <laughs> I am a kitten. Dang it. Made it all the way to the end. Yeah. Soaking. Okay. I won it. It's fine. So for the Disney Channel. <laughs> Stop it. Don't start yet. Okay, right. Closure instead of closing. <laughs> I've done every other one right. It's not fair. There's, there, there's tissues back there if you need it. <laughs> He's making me cry. <laughs> I'm going to start editing out the bloopers and putting them at the end of the podcast. Okay. All right. I got this. All right. For the Disney Challenge Podcast, my name is Dave. My name is Johanna. And just so you... Squirrel! I don't know how to segue. <laughs> just so you know. My name is Johanna. And may your churros be warm. And I needed the conjunction. And don't forget the comma. <laughs> That's... I'm like, okay, how do I segue? Junction, junction. What's your function? Okay. And, okay. All right. That's good. Go. I like that. Three, two, one. So for the Disney <laughs> Challenge Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, we're gonna run out of space on our recording. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> that big spike was me shouting a nasty air. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am a kitten. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nothing. Every time I hear you giggle. I didn't even giggle. <laughs> okay. I really want to get this done. I want a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay. All right. So for the Disney Challenge podcast, my name is Dave. And <laughs> <laughs> 
Johanna was unable to record her last line because she got the giggles. Go, 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 go. So for the Disney Challenge Podcast, my name is Dave. Son of a... <laughs> I'm not even looking at you.